Welcome, we're your hosts Alicia and Whitney on Coming Coming Up Up Higher, where we're creating space through conversations, special guests, and inspiration for you to come up higher in the things of Christ in everyday life. Welcome back to another episode of Coming Up Higher. Today we have the honor and privilege of introducing you to a friend of ours who is a fairly new friend, but yet it was just such a God connection when we met back in October that we've just been good friends ever since, supporters of each other's music and ministries that we have. So we're super excited to be able to introduce you to Miss Chastity Latrice. And today we get to dive into her testimony and really a, a theme, a common thread that weaves through today's episode is just we can't be stopped. When God has called us to do something, when um, we're seeking after him, pursuing him, we can't be stopped. No mountain is too big. No um, thing is too impossible because we have the creator on our side. And that is what um, really is a common theme just in Chastity's testimony as she talks about how she really came to not only find Christ, but find who Christ really is in her life and um, to all of us. So super excited to be able to um, talk to her about that. And then also just her music that's out there. You guys are going to love her music. We're going to tell you how you can access that and listen to it. But just a little bit about Chastity. She's a Dallas-based singer, rapper, dancer, songwriter, and entrepreneur. And she has an extraordinary way of sharing the gospel of Christ through music, dance, and fashion. And she has a new single uh, that's just come out called Can't Be Stopped. And she's also released her athletic clothing line, Get Humble, that has been tagged with Griff, co-host of the Get Up with Erica Campbell in the morning shows. So she has a lot going on. She has, um, like I said, really cool merch and things that we're going to get into today. So let's go ahead and dive into our conversation with Chastity. So you may have heard us mention the fam club in past episodes or on social media. We'd like to let you know more about what it is and how you can be a part. The fam club is a monthly subscription partnership that gives you access to our exclusive content, a monthly newsletter, discounted merch, and being the first to know about new music and what's happening with our ministry. Our monthly fam club support is what makes this podcast and other aspects of our ministry possible. You can join today by logging on to AliciaAndWhitney.com and by clicking the fam club tab. Hey, Come Up Crew, welcome to another episode of Coming Up Higher. It's Alicia and Whitney here, and we are pumped about today's guest. Yes. Uh, We met um, this lady, this hype hip-hop artist, (laughs) this entrepreneur, all these things, (laughs) uh, at the Spin Awards in October, and uh, we just loved her heart, loved her music, and so we're excited about this conversation today. So welcome to the podcast, Chastity Latrice. (laughs) it's so good to have you on it's so good to be here i absolutely love y'all podcast i really do thank you i know it's always like so encouraging when you found the podcast and started listening like we'd get a comment like every day (laughs) from you episode and i'm like that is so i love that like first of all like it's so cool to be supporting each other as like artists and just women and sisters in christ but then too, it was like, man, I'm so glad that's like resonating with someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going through some stuff. So it was like on time. Like it seems like every day I either woke up or I got off of work. Cause at the time I was getting off of work at like 6 a.m. 
Um, so it's a good time to also talk to the Lord, right? And and when I would play y'all stuff in the car, and I was just like, I needed that. And it seemed like every day it was really helping me or whatever. So I I, I praise God for y'all, like real talk. <laughs> that blesses Thank us you. to hear our heart, mm-hmm. you know, for this podcast is just for those that are going to be listening, that the, they have an encounter with the Lord, that they are encouraged in him and, and that this podcast is just some time for them to come up higher with him and and get a new perspective. So thank you for sharing that. That blesses us, but we want to talk about, we read your bio earlier. Um, and so, but we want to, um, talk about really your testimony. What, like what in your life brought you to this point and really what was your come to God moment? Really, um, a breaking point. And I don't know why that always has to be like that. I don't know if it's just the human in us to have to have a breaking point. Um, uh, but I was in a couple of situations and, uh, it, it put me in a place of where I didn't want to be here anymore. I, I, I contemplated suicide a lot. Um, I wrestled with it a lot. Um, and I was going to church <laughs> at the same time, but I just wasn't, I didn't get God. Like I wasn't understanding how he just, how his flow was. I didn't understand the stuff that was happening in the the particular church that I was in at the moment. Um, I just felt like God didn't really like me. And I was just like, like I was too, I've had too much in my past to where God really accepted a person truly. And it kind of seemed like um, the church put this weight on you of something that's just impossible to reach, you know, uh, this holiness that's just, to me was at the time was just, it's impossible. It's like, there's no pleasing this guy, you know, like, who is this? Like, you know, and so, and so, uh, but by his, his wonderful grace and his sovereignty, um, he actually connected me to someone, um, and I was gonna say the name, but I don't leave that. But I, I was connected to someone in particular that went through what I went through at the church, and so um, they kind of shared their testimony, uh, and they kind of got me on uh, Jackie Hill Perry. So I ended up reading her book, Gay Girl, Good God, and it was a book not just about homosexuality; it was a book about identity. Period, mm-hmm. and. Um, one part of her book that really resonated with me is you are not your past. Like you are not your affections. You are not how you feel. Like you literally are the, a part of the Mago day, the image of God. And that, when I tell you once it clicked, (laughs) I was like, Oh, so everything that I go through and everything that I've been feeling and everything that I felt like a weight, it was actually just things that I was going through and everybody actually goes through it. Like I'm not isolated, but that's how you, you know, the enemy makes you feel like you isolated and you're the only person that's going through this and God doesn't really care about you or whatever. But when, when I read that book and I just started following her, her ministry and just listening to the things that she was talking about and really just pushing identity is not what this world has told us what identity really is. And so I got the freedom in that. And when I realized that who I was, I'm just an image bearer of the true and living God. And without him, I am nothing. That's the point. I need Jesus. It's not yeah. <laughs> that you get Jesus and then you're like, got this superpower. No, you need him every day. And so when I realized that, 
I, I've been running hard for him since. So well, that's awesome. And I think, you know, I think a lot of people find themselves in that position where, you know, they're, they've in, in church, maybe gone to church their whole lives, but why am I broken? Why am I having these suicidal thoughts? Why am I having these attractions? Why, you know, why can't I get this sin that I'm dealing with, whatever it is under control. And I really, I really think sometimes we, we get this view of God of like, well, I'm never going to please him anyway. So why, why the heck am I trying? <laughs> you know, yeah. I think we, we've all kind of thought that it's like, man, I just like, I'm never going to reach that standard. So why, mm. like, why am I still going to church? Why am I still trying to read my Bible and things? And that's really just the enemy trying to, trying to disidentify you. I don't even know if that's a word. But like when God is just trying to come in with beloved identity and saying, yeah, you're right. You're not going to, you're not going to get everything right. But that's why I died for you. That's why, that's why I came and, and I love you just as you are. And you don't have to measure up because you're my beloved. (laughs) And when we get that identity that I am beloved and that there's nothing that I did to earn this, there's nothing that I can do to, to, you know, be disinherited. Like there's, there's just something about that love that (laughs) covers, covers that multitude of sins. But when you take on a hold of that, like you said, you just went running hard after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just heard a sermon recently where he was talking about, we're so focused on the, the fruit when we need to be focused on the root. And so we're trying to like, we're trying to fix like our actions and what we're doing or how we're feeling or like all these things, you know, which are the symptoms instead of like, just kind of focusing on the root and just like, who does God say I am? And like, you know, you were talking about just that beloved identity and stuff. Like a lot of times our symptoms and the things that we're experiencing are because we are experiencing misidentification or we Mm -hmm. are seeing God as like an angry God. And really like, that's the root of the issue, but the symptoms are like all of these other like sins and things um, going on in our lives. And so if we can really get rooted in God and see him fully for who he is and how he sees us, then all of a sudden we don't have to really start fixing the symptoms. They kind of start fixing themselves in a way, right? Like we don't have to just keep working at it and, and just like kill ourselves trying to like figure things out and and change our patterns and our habits and stuff that all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I'm beloved. So I'm not going to involve myself in that. Like, because that's, I'm more valuable than that. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to like succumb to that because I'm like, God has made me better than that. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So I love, I love that. That's exactly what your story encompasses is like, once you quit focusing, once you, you know, had quit focusing on like the wrong things in your life and start focusing on who God says you are, then all of a sudden, like things start to come into alignment and not that we're perfect. We're always like, (laughs) you know, working through something, (laughs) but it is such a huge change in perspective. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I just actually learned uh, about the evidence of fruit being the last thing you see anyway. Um, Like when you plant a seed, no one gets the fact that this seed is planted in the ground maybe for years before it, it actually starts pulling up. You know, it depends on the type of tree, you know, and the seasons that is in, you know, because everything doesn't grow year round. Um, and that's kind of how we look at our lives. It's like initially, you know, yeah, you get salvation. It's yours. You, you accept it. You believe it. It's yours, you know, but the, the work <laughs> that comes afterwards 
is tasking and time fulfilled. And then eventually you'll start seeing that fruit bud up. And uh, I think that's what kind of settled my spirit a lot in a lot of things, knowing that the fruit is the very last thing you see, even though that's what everybody wants. Everybody right. wants the, the fruit, yeah. the evidence first, but yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, and, I, and I think, you know, that's important to know when, you know, we're focusing on the positive fruit that comes forth, like, um, is sometimes there's some that comes forth in one area of your life, but there's still some seeds underground in some other areas of your life. And, and it's not all at once, but it's just a process. And so that's yeah. such a good point. But there is some external fruit we want to point out of <laughs> the good things that have come forth from your ministry. So tell us what started you getting into the music aspect. Was was writing therapeutic for you or what, what started that process? Well, I've been writing all my life. I just never thought about what that meant. <laughs> you know, anytime I was in my feelings, I would write, you know, and I would keep them or whatever, but I didn't think to do anything with them. Um, the music happened by accident. <laughs> like I was, I was, everybody knows me in Dallas as the dancer. And so uh, I ended up doing a lot of dancing at this place called the Christian Lounge and, you know, just kind of praise dancing, mime and different things like that. I did a couple of background for a couple of different artists. And then my best friend was the rapper. <laughs> and oh. so I would actually go with her. I would sing background sometimes for, you know, get, you know, be the hype girl, you know, mm -hmm. for everybody, <laughs> you know. And one day we were at her house and we were just kind of listening to some new beats for her because she was looking for a different direction. And uh, and I'm playing around, y'all, literally just messing with stuff. And then it was like, no, that's actually dope. Keep going. And so we <laughs> We ended up writing this song and we were so hype about it and we made a video and it hit like 49k like right off the bat. We were oh like, gosh. what? <laughs> That's amazing. And it was you like, don't just stumble on that. that <laughs> I was like, yo. And so everybody was like, I think you're supposed to be doing music. Wow. <laughs> and so wow. ever since then, I've been doing music and it's been off and on about eight years because like I said, I I have no desire and I still don't to be famous or anything like that. I just, I enjoy talking about the gospel and the fact that I get to use music, I'm for it, you know? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And how do you, how do you feel that? Cause we have like a similar testimony in that we weren't necessarily like looking to start a music ministry yeah. or, you know, we've always loved singing and things, but it was really just something that God developed in us, you know, through some difficult times and, and just help bring healing and stuff into our lives. And now we can't picture life without it because God right. uses it like as a vehicle to like speak to us and just to declare things. And so what, what kind of part has music played in your relationship with God? Like how has God used that to maybe strengthen your relationship or develop it or spread the gospel? What are some ways that you've seen that? Uh, definitely spreading the gospel. Um, but for me is, it has been more personal, um, because it's almost like this reassurance that he hears me, mm. uh, when I pray, uh, when I, when I ask him about certain things, I inquire about certain things. Uh, one song, uh, in particular, I was struggling with loving people, um, because I had some stuff that came against me that was just a flat out lie. And people were believing it. And I was just like, for real? Like, oh I was God. so angry, you know, and I was talking. To I was like, you gonna let them do this to me, <laughs> you know, and I go to sleep and I wake up 
and this song comes out and I have this song called Amago Day. And it's the song I literally woke up singing. Um, and God was really just like, no, you're going to have to love people. Like it's not, it's, it's not this, it's not this easy task that a lot of people think it is. It's like, but love is supposed to be this wrestle. It's supposed to, you know, put you in places where it's like, this is uncomfortable, but I'll love you anyway. And it's not this fluffy love. You know, a lot of people, we think Disney, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but so it's true. like, <laughs> right. You know, but really it's like, no, it's, will you dig for this? Will you sweat for this? Will you run for this? Will you endure? It's not, it's not the one that has the strength. It's not the one, you know, that, that has all the power. It's the person that endures through this. Can you endure through this? This is what love really feels like. And he reminds me, this is the cross. Mm -hmm, <laughs> this yeah. is the cross that you're bearing. That's the love. Like, that's it. And so when he gave me the song, it's absolutely beautiful. I'm going to have y'all on it just a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I love it. <laughs> I actually love the, the sound, but um, it's just, it's this embodiment of just, embracing when he said let us make man in our image and how personal that is to God and so once he gave me that song I kind of shut up because I, I felt bad because <laughs> I was like my bad Lord you know I got my feelings but it's it's something special how he loves us and loves people and he wants us to do that as well every time in the Bible, no matter where it is, it's always vertical and horizontal. He wants you to love him, worship him, and love people. All that other stuff is actually the extra. So that's mm -hmm. how music really resonates with me. It's really personal. And if you really listen to my the lyrics and a lot of my songs, it, it is. It's very personal for me, uh, my relationship with God. Yeah, and I really, I think that translates, you know, when a song was written out of encounter versus when a song mm -hmm. was written, you know, just to write a song, I feel like, you know, maybe not everybody's oh, yeah. that way, but um, just me personally, um, when I hear something that I'm like, I, I can tell the anointing is on that because someone was crushed to come out on the other side to get that oil, to get that wine to come yeah. out with, you know, and, and just the heartfelt lyrics or, you know, just expression that you can get when you create with God, it's, there's just a difference. And a lot yeah. of times you can't even take credit. I know with, with some of our songs, <laughs> like I can't even take credit because all I was doing was just sitting, you know, and just a, like a download came. <laughs> and like, I, I, I know that just the Lord still is divinely inspiring his people, whether it's for... Mm -hmm new job inventions, creations, or, you know, new ways to teach kids or, you know, new songs, whatever it is, new books, like he's, he's still imparting into us today, like these fresh ideas, but we have to be positioning ourselves to receive and to listen. And, um, I think that's really, that's really cool about, about your music is that it comes from that personal place. Yeah. And something too that I've noticed, noticed right away, like once we got connected on social media and stuff, a big part of your, I'm going to say ministry, because you know, what you do like is a ministry and, and your life is. And, um, I mean, I think everyone has a ministry in that regards mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Uh, just like, yeah. you know, our work is our mission field. Like our music is our mission field, like all this and something like, uh, 
uh, what's the word, like a keystone or something of your ministry. I don't know what the word I'm looking for pillar. is. Yeah, like a pillar. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, I know I'm not getting this word right. Like a pillar of your ministry has really been to, to display like the gospel correctly and to be like accurate in, in that portrayal. And, in you know, there's a lot of, and even in music sometimes, like people will just take liberties and it's like, well, that's not like really scriptural or <laughs> right. Know, and there's just this, I guess like, um, you're, you, I feel like you have a heart of just like purity of like, what was God's intention and what, you know, what did he mean behind that? And just wanting to accurately portray that. And I guess I just want to know, like, where did that passion come from in you? Uh, it actually came from two different places. So it, originally it came from my name because my name actually means to be pure. And um, I always um, honored my name. I thought it was special because my name, I was supposed to be named Ashley. <laughs> and so my mom told me the story. It is too long to tell. But <laughs> basically my sister, my oldest sister's name is Ashley. And like mine is Chastity or whatever. And I don't, I kind of resonate with those stories of the youngest was supposed to, I mean, the oldest was supposed to do this, but the younger got it. And I kind of feel that way with my name. So I took a lot of honor in my name. Um, and then it was more of when I really started reading the scriptures, I felt like people were robbing people of the gospel. Mm. I felt like um, even I was robbed of the gospel because I actually grew up in Church of Christ. And then we moved to Pentecostal. If you know anything about that, it's like night and day. <laughs> and it's it, it really showed me the spectrums of how different the gospel was being displayed. And both of them were wrong. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> at least the churches I was going to, like, <laughs> don't nobody get me on Pentecostal, okay? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the churches that I were, that, that I grew up in, they both displayed the gospel based off of their personal opinions and not what Jesus wanted the gospel to be displayed as. And, and I am a... Um, advocate for Paul. <laughs> uh, I like the way Paul uh, did things. He was hardcore for what he believed in. And so uh, be because of that, and that's how I resonate, that's how I want to give people that, because I believe there's freedom in the gospel. And I believe the gospel doesn't need our help. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people uh, want to sound deep and want to sound really good. And they want to preach a certain type of way. They want to be, you know, one of the top tier teachers and things like that. But in reality, the gospel is so solid that literally he can use a donkey. Literally, he can, use, you know, that's how solid the gospel. He can use whatever. And so if God tells us, man, listen, the rocks will cry out in your place, like different things like this, like he doesn't need us, you know, and I think it's so important to push the gospel as the gospel in its solidhood. Uh, one of my favorite parts in the scripture is when the children of Israel got so full of themselves that they were like, oh, yeah, we can conquer this. We're going to fight them. We're going to take that land. Like they was cocky. And then God was like, mm, the Ark of the Covenant is not for that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he literally conquered some people without them. And I was just like, that's God. <laughs> like <laughs> he doesn't need you at all. He doesn't need your haughtiness. He doesn't need your pride. He doesn't need your boastfulness. He just needs you to be obedient. And the minute you're outside of that, you're outside of him and he won't use you anymore. 
that is the gospel. That's what makes it beautiful. That's what makes it for me. That's what makes it for you. That's what makes it for the young and the old, black and white. It, you know, it, it it doesn't it doesn't close itself in. I feel the oh the Holy Spirit. Anyway, <laughs> I just I love I love God. I love how I love how He changes the mindset. He changes the heart. I love how he does it because he does it strategically. He does it justly. He does it lovingly. And we always have a motive when we insert the gospel, when we're outside of God, you know, and that I'm I'm, I'm, going to stop because I want us to continue to talk or whatever, but that's what I really want to give people all day, every day, music or just verbally just talking. That's what I have to give. And that's what that pure place comes from being in him because he makes things pure. Even when I'm, I'm gonna stop, but when he, <laughs> well, yeah. what was his name? Went into the, uh, what was it? Um, when he went into the temple and he got purified by the lips of the, the hot uh, stone, he was purified by his lips. I thought that was special. Why not anything else? Why not his hands? Why not his feet? Why not his head? But his lips were purified and that, or his tongue was purified. And to me, that's how we're supposed to operate. God deals with this and amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, keep going, just... That's really good. Yeah. I love your passion behind it too. That's good. Yeah. And something I love is that like, you're totally right. Like God doesn't need us. He doesn't need our help as far as like yeah. the word is concerned in the gospel, but he, he wants us yeah. and he wants our yeah. hearts and he wants, like you said, our yeah. obedience, because like, that's, that's why he created us was for relationship and communion together. Yeah. And so I yeah. love that even though he's like all powerful, he's omniscient, he's everything. He's still like, Hey, but I love you. Yeah. And I created yeah. you and I chose you. And like, will you partner with me? Will you take this journey yes. with me? And even when we do step out and, you know, we're maybe out of the will of God or disobedient, like how many things in the Bible of our stories of like redemption of how God has like used David, how God has used, um, even like Samson and people yeah. who maybe stepped out of that will of God, but God still loved them enough to say, even in that, I'm going to turn it around for the good of the gospel. Yeah. And I just think, yeah. man, we serve such a redemptive God. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so yeah. true. And so we want to dive in as well to some of your, um, music some of your yeah, some of the projects <laughs> you got going library on. <laughs> and we know um i mean we have a fave <laughs> i just want to be loyal you already loyal. know hey. <laughs> we heard that at the spin awards at, at the dope women in radio ceremony and stuff and we were just were on our feet we were we dancing were feeling it <laughs> so that's our recommendation folks listeners <laughs> but um you came out with a recent one. It's Can't Be Stopped, right? Your right, your recent yes. single. And there's a music video along with that mm -hmm. as well. And I didn't so even cool. I didn't even mean to, but <laughs> I wore my camo. <laughs> I wore my camo shirt today. And then when I saw you, I'm like, this is so fitting. Like <laughs> for those of you that haven't seen it yet, it has a military army, theme. you know. Mm -hmm taking territory for the yes. kingdom, like that kind of theme. So tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind that song. Uh, it, it was definitely COVID. Um, I felt like, I, be careful I say this, uh, in all rights, people have the freedom to understand 
stand and embrace and weep for the things that we've lost and the people that we have lost in that time frame. But with that being said, I wanted to encourage people and remind people of the God we still serve. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I believe that we look at mountains or situations and we see them and we go, well, the Lord said I can speak to it, so I'm going to speak to it. And then it don't budge. You're like, "Mm." (laughs) and I kind of felt like that's how a lot of people were with COVID. It's like, oh, we're going to speak this thing. And it didn't move. It didn't budge, (laughs) you know, and people got discouraged and they're like, Lord, where are you? And it's just like, he does not leave us. He does not forsake us. He is still God in the midst of whatever the mountain is. God is the creator. And to call him a creator is to understand that there is nothing that has the ability to overtake God. So if it can't overtake God, why do you think it's going to overtake you when you serve the God that's the creator? And that was the point of the song is to remind ourselves. It's like, listen, there's there's a time for it all. There's a time to weep. Please weep. If you need to weep, if you need to cry this out, cry it out. But get down on your knees and pray. You know, sometimes it's good to be silent. If that's the, if that's the season that you're in for this particular situation, then be silent. If God is telling you to speak, then speak. But if God is telling you to move, then move. And that yeah. is the encouragement of the song is to remember the God, not the mountain. <laughs> the mountain is nothing <laughs> to the God, <laughs> you know. And so I wanted to really encourage people and remind them that we cannot be stopped no matter what comes our way. That's so good. I love to the point that you made of just people have things rightfully so to like grieve over and, mm-hmm. and difficult things that have happened, but then there's still work to be done. Mm-hmm. Like both are, both yes. are true. And it reminds me yes. one of our spiritual mamas, Debbie, who's been on the show before she has She's talked awesome. about, oh, <laughs> you'll have to meet her someday. She would love that. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. She would love you so much. So yeah, she talks about a book that um, I think it's like Hind's Feet for High, high Places mm-hmm. or something. I haven't re- I need mm-hmm. to read it. But she talks about there's um, a part where the character that kind of symbolizes God is talking to like the, the person, you know, and it's much afraid or something. Like yeah. That. And he's just saying, you know, you can stay here and grieve as long as you need to. And of course, I'm paraphrasing here, but like you can stay here and grieve this loss, like as long as you need to. But just know, like there's still work to be done, like beyond this, right. you know, and, and that's something that's always stuck out to me is, it's just like, we, it's okay to grieve. Like God knows our humanity. He knows what we're going through and, and we do face losses and disappointments and things that are discouraging in our lives. And it's okay to grieve there, but just know like, that's, that's not all there is. Yeah. You know, there's still right. more to come. Like God still has, right. has work to be done and, and we still have life to live. And in my book, Beauty for My Ashes, that's like kind of the, the subtitle thing I have is you have, you may have much to grieve, but you still have much to celebrate. Yes. And, and I yeah. think that's, that's like a part of the gospel too. Like you said, there's a time for everything. And I definitely agree that uh, we still have work to do ahead. God still has adventures for us. And because we serve the creator, like you said, uh, we can't be stopped. Yeah. And yeah. two, you know, what I love about your song is it's refocusing. 
And it's, mm-hmm. it's recentering on what's important and that's God. And that's so, so often, especially I understand the discouragement. I understand the disappointments, you know, everybody experienced at some level in some way. Um, it didn't, <laughs> it, we, none of us could escape it yeah. in the past few right. years. Um, right. but we just have to be careful that we don't get into the cycle of repeating negative things, negative yes. habits that you may have picked up in a time of trauma, in a time of just fight or flight, um, yes. that we don't carry those words that we speak, how we view God, um, you know, just responses, all of these things that we don't carry that into what God's doing now because um, we're called to walk by faith and not by sight. And so right. um, the Lord even challenged me on on the words that I was speaking um, I, because it's just so easy to just repeat the negative things or, or oh man, here we go again, or, you know, yes. just things like that. And God's saying, no, you're a worshiper. Like I'm calling you to lead people to say, no, but this is who my God is. This is what yes. scripture says. These are the promises yes. that I have because yes. I am a child of God. Mm-hmm. And I yes. love that about your song, Can't Be Stopped. And so um, listeners, if you need that shot in the arm, it, I, I was even saying like, man, that's just a good workout song. We <laughs> like, <laughs> all on that the, the treadmill. treadmill, elliptical, yeah. stair climber, <laughs> stair master. Like you, you need that extra boost, chastity in your, in your ear, uh, cheering you on. And so I encourage you guys to, to go find that. Um, and we know Ch- chastity has a clothing line too. Um, it's called get humble, right? Yeah, Yeah, you're wearing a little bit of it now. (laughs) And so um, where can where's like the best place for people to connect with you on social media or your website so they can see the clothing line, you know, the music and just be encouraged and come alongside your ministry. Amen. Um, uh, Inboxing, apparently, because people love that more. I don't know why. Uh, but, uh, Instagram, uh, I am, I am Chastity Latrice on Instagram, uh, and Twitter. And then it's just Chastity Latrice on YouTube and Facebook. Um, but yeah, you can pretty much DM there. There's a link, uh, on all the sites for, as far as the Get Humble brand and the Get Humble brand is just a representation of how the sheep should be. So, Y'all notice this is a sheep inside yeah, of a you. Uh, and it's a represent, representation of you personally, because uh, we are the sheep. We're not goats. Uh, I'm trying to push that <laughs> that movement out that we're goats. So it's like, no, we're definitely sheep according <laughs> yeah. to the word of God, you know, uh, and that everything that we do, though, uh, it always starts inside of you. That's why I place it inside of a you, um, because it resonates on the inside before you ever see it displayed on the outside. Um, humility. Uh, and so, uh, I wanted people to really, um, take that back, you know, and, and stop looking at humility. Like it's some type of weakness when it's really a strength. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it takes a, a great deal of strength to be humble. Uh, and I, I think we see that a lot on social media when people are able to, um, take a lot from people on social media or what we see on TV when people are able to walk away from um, high 
uh, active situations or even when, you know, at our jobs or things like that or whatever, we're able to humble ourselves before our, our managers, even people, co-workers that we work with that kind of, you know, wrestle with us a little bit. I just want people when they wear it, I want to, I want it to be a reminder. It's like, no, it's, it's really okay to be humble. It's okay yeah. to walk away. It's okay to do these things because God honors it. Um, it's so funny. I've actually had a situation uh, to where, where I was at Walmart and I was rushing because I was on my way to work. And but they thought I was trying to steal because I was rushing. And so I was running through the through the store or whatever. And I have a lot of uh, energy, y'all. FYI, <laughs> uh, in person with me, I have a lot of energy. And so I'm going and trying to grab this stuff before I have to go to work. And this guy is like ready to come after me. And he's a younger guy. And I'm just like, dude, chill, you know. And so he, he, you know, tries to get other people involved or whatever. And it was the way they handled me where I could feel myself getting upset. And I had, and I didn't have this hoodie because these are the new ones, but I had one that says, get humble, like really big <laughs> on the thing. And I kind of just looked down and I was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was one of those moments where I was so glad I had it on because they were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and they did handle it bad. Yes. But I can be humble in this situation and I can gain some people out yeah. of this situation. And that's my, that's my goal is to, to get people to understand you gain people by this. Mm-hmm. It's, this is not, oh, well, you know, God didn't call us to be doormats. Of course not. Like we're not doormats, but we want to gain a soul. Like mm-hmm. if this is the opportunity for me to gain a soul, Matter of fact, it happened to me at work. This guy started yelling at me for no reason. I was just like, sir, <laughs> you know, and I got real soft spoken with him. And I was just trying to explain the situation because a lot of people don't understand how the airport works and a lot of stuff. And he ended up coming back because he was a worker and he apologized. He said he was teary eyed, you know, and you can tell he was just having a bad day. And those soft words, which according to the word of God is what we're supposed to be using anyway, that's what took away the wrath. And then he was able to come back. And now I can talk to this man. To me, that's all All I need is the door because I'm talking about the gospel. Hello. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> all I needed was that opportunity. And so God gives us those opportunities all the time. It's up to us to get humble because it's not a, be. I don't like to say be humble. I don't like to say, well, humility is okay. No, get humble. <laughs> I, need you to, I need you to get it. Like, no, I need you to understand that this is something that needs to manifest itself in your life so it can resonate according to the word of God. Amen. Awesome. I'm glad Love you that. went into that. So um, before we close, I would just like to have you pray for um, our listeners. Maybe, you know, we covered quite a lot of things today, but um, maybe for some of those that are just struggling in church or may- maybe not in church, but they just feel like, you know, I, I just have a lot of things I need to overcome and I need that revelation of that identity in Christ. Um just to to help help me overcome this situation and just whatever else the Lord lays on your heart, if you can just pray for those listeners real quick. Amen. Um, Father God, we thank you first of all for this this day, this moment, this opportunity to uh, have fellowship with one another. I thank you for uh, Whitney and Alicia. I thank you for their listeners. I thank you for opportunity. Lord God, we lift every person up that is listening to this, Lord God, and we ask that you resonate your word inside, um, that it may couture the heart and change the mindset that our works in our hands 
will be pleasing to your sight. I ask that you encourage every individual who may feel that this is harder than they expected, that this is more than they can bear. But God, I ask that you just remind them of who you are. Because no matter what the situations, no matter how we feel, no matter what we go through, oh God, you are the non-changing God. You are very consistent, Lord God, in our lives, around us, and even in the people that you use, Lord God. I ask that you just touch each and every individual, that they hear the gospel when we speak, that they see the gospel when we move, that they accept the gospel in their heart, Lord God, so they can come to you about every situation, that they can yield themselves to you fully, Lord God, and not be discouraged about the world that we're in, knowing that you are the God that created every particle, every essence, every movement, every animal, every person, Lord God, with such a strategic plan, Lord God. I just ask that you encourage every individual on today. Lift them up, Lord God, as they continue to grow higher. Bless this platform, Lord God, that people will be encouraged to go higher on their daily walk. Give people joy, Lord God, that uh, surpasses all understanding, Lord God. Give them peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord God. Just give them strength to do this walk. Uh, in such a way, Lord God, that is pleasing to your sight, that we always honor you in all things that we put our hands to. And when we move, when we speak, it is always according to your word. And Lord God, when we do mess up as humans, Lord God, I ask the Lord God that you encourage us, that we know that we can go right back to your altar and fall to our knees and say, Lord God, I repent. And I, I ask that you change my heart and continue to make me whole, Lord God, as you are beautifying your bride on today and every day after, Lord God. I just thank you for these women of God. Bless them, bless their households, bless the baby that is growing, Lord God, bless the ministry that is growing in them physically and spiritually, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you. Such a powerful yes. prayer. I love it. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and have a conversation <laughs> yeah. with us and be a blessing to our listeners. And so I just want to say thank you for coming on the show. Yes. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. And I I, I really do love y'all. I am not fluffing y'all. Yeah. I really, <laughs> I really love y'all. And I love y'all music. I am like stuck on that, uh, the dwelling place right now. Like it is, uh, it's so good. Uh, just, and congratulations for everything that's, that's going on with you all. And I pray that the Lord really continue to take y'all higher. Thank, Thank you, you so much. The feelings mutual, girl. <laughs> yeah, we love you too. We love you too. Well, love thank you, you listeners for uh, tuning in to another episode of Coming Up Higher. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thanks for listening to Coming Up Higher. If you enjoyed today's conversation, let us know by leaving a positive rating and subscribing to this show wherever you listen. And don't forget to connect with us on social media at Alicia and Whitney.